Good morning, CF Harris. How's everybody doing this morning? Happy Mother's Day. Woo! Everybody's still waking up. <laughs> uh, Y'all come on in, find a place to sit or stand. Let's get uh, started. I'm going to pray real quick, and then we'll go right into worship. Dear God, I thank you so much for this day, Lord. I thank you for our mothers, Lord, and everything they mean to us, Lord. I thank you for a time that we get to honor them, Lord, um, for everything that they do, uh, for everything that they give us, Lord. I pray that uh, that they would feel uh, loved and appreciated today, Lord. I pray that you would have your way in this place this morning. I thank you for everything you're doing and uh, continue to do, Lord, and uh, let you be glorified today. It's in your name I pray. Amen. start this morning with a, a little blessed assurance, if that's okay. Blessed assurance, Jesus is mine. Oh, what a foretaste of glory denied. salvation, purchase of God. This is my story, this is my song, praising my Savior all day long. And this is my story, this is my song, praising my Savior. Yeah. 
Thank you, Jesus. You've never failed us. You never will fail us. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. We can always cry out to you. We can come to you no matter what kind of shape we're in. Our works are like oily rags. We can't clean ourselves up. But you shed your blood selflessly for us. Thank you, Jesus.
Mother's Day to all of our moms out there. Yeah, let's give our moms a hand clap, fellas. In fact, let's uh, let's do this real quick. If you if you're a mom, we would love to pray for you and just kind of acknowledge you this morning. If you will stand up, I don't mean to put you on the spot, but you are worthy of recognition and honor this morning. Yes. Thank you, moms. If you'll remain standing, the rest of us, yeah, you're, yeah, you're not quite done. The rest of us are going to pray for you. If somebody's next to you, just give them a hug or put your hand on their shoulder. Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for these moms, for these ladies. They, they provide, they protect, they nourish, they teach, they love. They battle, they fight for us. Father, we love them, and we're so grateful and thankful. Thank you for putting them in our lives. Bless them today. Bless their lives. Give them strength to keep on going. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Now you can sit down. We appreciate you. Thank you so much for all that you do. Um, I also want to welcome our guests. If you're a guest with us this morning, welcome. We're glad you're here. Thanks for celebrating Mother's Day with us. There is a card in the seat back in front of you or online. There's a link uh, you can fill out. We'd love to know you're here. We send you a thank you card, um, that sort of thing. So thank you for being here. There's a gift on your way out the lobby at the front. CF Paris coffee mug. You're welcome Welcome to those. We're just glad you're here. Thanks for checking us out. Um, there's a few announcements coming up. Before we do that, ushers are going to come forward, and we'll go ahead and receive our tithes and offerings. God is good. All right, I'm going to pray. We'll start passing the offering. We'll run that announcement video. Heavenly Father, thank you again for all that you've given us and you've blessed us with, Father. It's a great day to be here. It's a great day to worship you. It's a great day to give back into your kingdom. You're a good God, and we love you. Thank you so much. Amen.
What's up, CF Paris? We are so excited that you have joined us today. We have just a few announcements for you. The first big one is Happy Mother's, Mother's Day. Day. So glad that you are here for Mother's Day. You guys are awesome. Our moms are awesome. I love mom. Love you, mom. You're the best. Am I supposed to? Oh, I'm supposed to do the next one. It's a, actually, a, speaking of mothers or ladies, there is a women's event coming up, and I wrote it down because, you know, my wife is big on details. Um, actually, <laughs> actually, Kimmy texted it to me. Um, but they say, here's from the ladies, we are planning a women's event for June 11th from 10 a.m. to 11.30 a.m., so save the date. More information coming soon. Also, we are having VBX this year. It is the 20th through, oh, 26th. It's the 26th through the 30th. You, we need volunteers right 26th now. 26th through the 30th. We need, we need volunteers. Please volunteer. Uh, we also need you to sign your kids up. Go to the app. It's really easy on the app. You could also go to the website, but you should go to the app and sign up there. The 26th through the 30th. You don't want to miss it. Please join us, or well, you can miss it. Just drop your kids off, and then you can go and then come back and get your kids later. And I know what you might be thinking. Why do I need to sign my kids up? I can just bring them. Yes, you can, but we get lots of supplies. We got to order ahead of time. We need to know how many kids we got to order for. So please make it a little easier on us. Get your kids signed up. App. Yes. And the last thing, it is the last thing, right? Yes. The last thing is... The fish fry was a success, and I just wanted to say thank you, everybody, that uh, was able to participate in that. The students were able to raise um, some funds to get them there. Not quite all the way there yet, but we're still working on that. But I just wanted to say thank you so very much for all your support for getting students to camp. Thank you. That's it. Pastor Corey coming up. Cool. Bye, guys. Where are we going? I don't know. This way? We're just going to double. Oh, look. Okay. <laughs> oh. Uh, I, I find it very amusing and, and very, uh, uh, well, relating to today. You'll, you'll notice that things are very succinct and, and done orderly whenever Kimmy is in the video. Maybe not as much when Kimmy is not in the video. Um, the reason, happy Mother's Day. <laughs> uh, look, I, I wanna, I wanna upfront acknowledge, I, I know there's, there's, uh, there's many an individual, many a lady here today that, that struggles on a day like today. Um, for many different reasons, we have reason to hurt. I've sat through stories that I wouldn't wish on anybody Yet that being said, there's not a one of us that can uh, not stand today and, and thank a mother. Um, there's something to be proud of, regardless of whether your mother was good or not. Having a mother is, is a, it's a privilege each and every one of us hold on to. And we need to be grateful for and thankful for. So regardless of the emotion that today may bring in your world, I, I do pray that, that uh, you acknowledge and are grateful for um, a mother today. Uh, 
I, uh, I am grateful for, for a mother. <laughs> um, I, uh, my wife has been missing for the last few weeks. Uh, it has been very evident to you guys and just to kind of as well show how, how disheveled I am. For the last two weeks in a row, this being the third, my intention every week has been to get up here and share the heart of Melissa why she's not here, why she would love to be here, and how she misses you. And I get up here and I go, oh my God, my notes, what am I, what am I doing? I got to turn this on, I got to turn this up, I got to move this, I got to look at these people. Smile, 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 <laughs> smile. And in those moments, I completely forget. Um, but uh, where I'm, my wife had to get up this morning uh, with my oldest daughter and leave by 6.30. The last two weekends in a row, my daughter has had... Uh, the privilege of being involved in a, a program selected as, as a few people in the state to compete as well as be a part of a uh, production in Dallas. Um, and so Melissa has had the honor of driving Jillian to the traffic of Dallas. Um, uh, now, now here's the problem. Somewhere within this live message, my wife will, <laughs> she will text the group a picture of herself watching the live video from like a biscuit bar or something. And you're going, that doesn't help. That doesn't make things better. Uh, but I did ask her last night, I was like, all right, babe, I, I know today's different. Jillian's going to have to get there. She's going to be in practice till 8 p.m. tonight. Is this going to be the best Mother's Day that you've ever had? <laughs> I, like, just she's just going to be in Dallas today. Heartfelt missing you guys. Yes. Um, and I'm sure missing me and the kids too. But, but yeah, she's, uh, she's enjoying it. She does send her love. Um, it's, uh, mothers are the, are the only one, except for God, who can say, look, I brought you into this world. And I'll take you out. <laughs> right? I mean, dad, dad knows. If dad tries to say it, mama still says, oh, I'll take you out too. <laughs> Mamas are special. Mamas are special. Today, we're, uh, we're going to be finishing up our, our Because I Am series. Uh, and, and I want to encourage you guys. Next week, I'm going to be starting a, a new series that... I'm still working on the title. My current thought is, is relevant in this big world, something like that. Um, and, and the reason that I'm going into this is, is twofold. Next week uh, starts, well, it's already started for a lot of you. We've got, how many, how many people do we have, like, graduating, whether it be senior in high school, senior in college, whether, like, graduating from wherever you are, from whatever you're doing? Is there, how many people we got across the room real quickly want to show up? That's it? That's it? One person going to raise that? Two? I saw a hand. There you are. Yes, ma'am. I know that one. All right. Yeah, there's a few. Oh, look at you. Uh, as well as my, oh, is that a hand going up over there? Like, like all I can see is, like, y'all are silhouetted. Y'all are, like, the perfect, there's light behind you, perfect silhouettes. I see gorgeous hair just kind of doing this and a hand. <laughs> uh, so not next week, but the following week, we're going to have our, our graduation Sunday, which is just a, a time to honor these individuals. My daughter, who's not here, will be back, as well as with Melissa. But uh, with that, uh, in part to them, but then as well to us, what I've seen is this, as the world has gotten smaller, 
it too has gotten so much bigger. And within that, our desire to be known, our desire to make a stand, our desire to, to, to let the world know who we are and what we've done to lay our flag in the ground, it's, it's become where unless you succeed on this multi, multi-million level, then, then do you really succeed? But I would argue that there's relevance in this big world outside of what you may consider being relevant. There's steps to take that we can get there. And I want to encourage not just all of us, but as well, especially all of our our seniors. Um, And then us. It's very easy for each and every one of us to kind of get into the grind, to get into the monotony, and then all of a sudden realize, wait a second, where's where's my piece? I wanted wanted to be relevant too. And I think in those moments, it's a recognition of relevance as to what the world says and then what God says. It works well. We're, I'm tying in today with, uh, with, with our message, and, and I'm going to be reading out of uh, John chapter 15 and verse 5, where Jesus says this, I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you'll bear much fruit. But apart from me, you can do nothing. Now, that statement alone, it, it's pretty dramatic, I mean, there's, there's a lot going on if you think about it. If you stay with me and I'm with you, you're going to bear much fruit. Wow. But apart from me, you will do nothing. <laughs> uh, and, and then, and then when, I, when I hear this statement uh, uh, kind of summarized within the context of when it was spoken. So... John 13, two chapters before this one, John 13 is is what we we commonly call the Last Supper. In John 18, in John 18, it's where Jesus is is taken uh, from the garden. He he goes to the Garden of Gethsemane. He's arrested in the garden and from there led into trial, led into crucifixion. So chapter 13, the Last Supper. Chapter 18, the Garden of Gethsemane. Onto arrested crucifixion, the rest. But in the middle, what you what you have those few chapters are are their dinner conversation. It's it's dinner conversation. It's this last moment that Jesus has to convey to his disciples everything that he's been trying to convey for the last however many years, three years for his life. Three years that he had been daily walking, talking with these disciples. Three years and now here it is. And and, and I ask you, what if you knew If you knew that you were walking into your last meal with your loved ones before before you were to pass, would, would you ponder, would you think about, would you give thought to the words that you're going to express? If you knew walking into a situation, this is the last time that I am ever going to see my friends, my family, my loved ones. Would you not think about the very things that were going to be coming out of your mouth? Nothing would necessarily be flippant. There would be moments where you needed to convey to somebody, hey, hey I, I want you to know I see this in you. 
I want you to know that I love you. Like there's things that you want them to get a hold of. This is the context in which Jesus is saying this very line. I am the vine. You are the branches, and if you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. But apart from me, you can do nothing. <coughs> that was my fake cough. I'm getting rid of gum, so those who know, know. All right. Why is being connected so important? <laughs> setting up don't mind me Uh, this is not going to work at all because this situation that's about to happen is going to be totally in my way and in the shot we're going to make it work um why is being connected so important now now look let's just go ahead and and clear the elephant in the room this is not a fruit tree and i'm going to have somebody coming up the service to tell me now Corey you know that that particular variety of palm is not a fruit bearing palm Hmm. I with the love of Jesus am going to want to slap you so (laughs) so so work with me this is a palm and it's a palm that I had because I did not have a fruit tree out back All right, it's a palm that I had but a palm that I have that, that we see is what we would consider healthy, fruitful, if it produced fruit. Right? I, I mean, you look at this and you go, okay, it's in, it's in good soil. It's, it's, probably, it's probably being nurtured. It's probably been given water. They're, they're, okay, I, I mean, there's some good things about this palm. These fronds out here, they're, they're going to live. They're going to survive, and this whole thing's going to grow, and, and eventually this is going to be some massive fruity palm. <laughs> Stop it. Man. So, within the analogy, golly. All right, so we're going to take this one right here. We're going to take this, this, this frond right. Is it frond or frond? Nobody? Good. All right. Woo. All right, so. We look at that palm over there and we say it looks good. We, 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 we look at this now. I've got this frond. And palm frond. Come on. I'm going to keep saying frond because it's not a palm. It's a palm frond. And there's people. That, it's a branch. But then I'm going to have another botanist in the room come up to me. That's not a branch. All right. So here. Apart from, from that. What is this good for? It's good. It's, I mean, no, I'm not saying it's not good for anything. That's definitely not the answer. Some people would say a fan. Sure, the Egyptians, they love that, right? The Romans, too. Like, I mean, this is, this is it. Today, duck blind material. I'm telling you what. I'm serious. Like, I am serious. Palm fronds on the big scale, they can cover a duck blind amazing quick. Just, just noted. 
But if this were a fruit-bearing tree, is this palm now going to, this palm frond, is this, is this ever going to now have the opportunity to bear fruit? Like, it, it's impossible. It will not, cannot, it will not, because it has been disconnected from the vine, there's no opportunity for it to bear fruit. Now, will it look good? Sure. Will it provide like the best breeze ever on a hot summer day? Absolutely. Put some grapes in my hand, or better yet, my wife just like handing them down to me. You know? <laughs> it's good, no doubt about it. But inside, what's going on? It's dying. So ultimately, when we look on the grand scale, when we look at the big picture, do we want to be like this or do we want to be attached to the vine? The opportunity for fruit. The opportunity for hope and a future in Christ. We want to be connected to the true vine. Staying connected produces fruit. Plain and simple, staying connected produces fruit. John 15, 5, again, I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Much fruit, not just fruit, much fruit. But apart from me, you can do nothing. What kind of fruit? That's simple. Scripture tells us that too. Galatians chapter 5 says the fruit of the Spirit, come on, the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience. Look, as I'm saying them, you can almost even just feel like you're like, oh, yeah, oh, I wish I had that one. Right? There's the elation of what could be. You think about it, just speaking those fruits, you're like, oh, gentleness? Yeah, faithfulness, uh-huh. self-control, oh God, do I ever. Patience, uh, well, we will see about that one. We hear them and it, it's what we want. Those are the fruits of the Spirit. Those are what is evident when we remain connected to the vine. Now, here's the fun part of my message. Uh, th this last week, um, in fact, for the last couple weeks, I've been studying for this message. And, and in studying for this message, uh, I was evidently aware that there was a Sunday school class that was going on right in the back room, right on Sunday mornings, that was as well going through, not just four like I'm going through, but all seven of the I am statements, all seven. And not just going through, but like going into. I mean, it's phenomenal. I get the notes. This week, I got the notes from this one. And I'm like, yeah, baby, this is it. I'm, oh, I'm going to get some good stuff that I can use. It starts off, it starts off by saying, now, most times that you've ever heard this preached or most pastors, most people, when they talk about this, they, 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 usually, they usually kind of focus on the remain in me. 
And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, uh-oh. Most of them do that. But I'm going to show you this, this, and this, and this. And I'm like, oh, really? <laughs> there was so much information in there that was so good that had nothing to do with what I'm going to speak. I thought, I honestly, I, I was just going to read the email to you guys this morning. It was that good. It was that good. Ah, and yet, then I started to think, well, Dad, I mean, I've already kind of built up my message around this remain bit, so I'm going to have to kind of look back at what I was saying. I encourage you guys. There's community groups that are going on. Showing up on a Sunday morning is great. I encourage you to get involved here. But, but if that's the extent of your involvement, I'm telling you, you're missing out. On much fruit. Um, I'm going to move on. Here we go. I want to notice something in, in John 15, verse 1. This is how Jesus starts the conversation. Jesus starts the thing by saying, I am the true vine. I am the true vine. We, we noticed this in, in our last week's message with the shepherd. I am the good shepherd. There's, there's a connotation. There's, there's, a, 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 uh, there's, there's a thought pattern here that says there's, if there's a true vine, then as well there might be other vines that I think are the one I should be connected to. We may say it more like this glass over here. You see these, these fronds, <laughs> branches out here, I, they, I mean, they're, they're looking a little, like a little bit hurt on the edges a little bit. You know, I mean, they're starting to turn brown. Maybe they need a little bit more water. This one, this one over here, like, I mean, it's, it's struggling, and, and so I can see how in its mind it's not getting the source that, that it used to get, that it once got. Or, or maybe even it thought at one point that, that it was supposed to be the biggest, bestest, most awesome frond, and now it finds itself in life wondering, God, what, you, you, you said this was going to happen. You, you said this promise was going to happen, and, and in our ignorance... In our gleeful bliss, what we do is we start to say, well, well maybe, maybe, maybe if that's what God wants for me, maybe I, maybe I need, wait a second, there's water over there. I mean, that, that's good. Well, I could thrive over there. Can you imagine, like, my palm over there in that water? Uh, I mean, like, this has got to be one of the most amazing things ever, like, because... If I'll just simply come over here, now, now everybody's going to notice. Now I'm connected to what it is that I need to be able to do whatever it is I want to do, whatever it is God wants me to do, whatever excuse you want to use. This is it. This is, this is where I'm supposed to be. This is where God wants me. This is it. I'm getting what he, I'm getting what he wanted. He wanted me to do this. He did. He, he wanted me to do this. In our lives, it's these ideas that pop up in our head that, that man, if I, if I can, 
If, if, I can, if I can get that promotion, if I can climb the ladder rung, just, just one more rung, if I, can, if I can make it just to that much more, then, then I'll have made it. It's the thought that says, man, if, if, I, if, I can just, if I can get enough people to like me, if I can, if I can have enough likes in this, if, if I wear the right thing, if I carry the right thing, if I do the right thing, if I, if I have all these things, then, then they'll know that I've made it. And so we step out and we find our source and, and we, we plug right in. Here's the crazy thing. This branch, this palm frond is still drawing life from this source while it's dying. In fact, it, it may, you may even see some of the fronds, some of the leaves perk up a little bit, start to have a little more vigor, and, and you'll look at life, and you'll say, yeah, see, see, I told you so, look what I did, look how I did it, I was right all along, all the while dying on the inside. We do this because we want people to like us. We want people to think that we've got it all together. And so what we do is we create the appearance of a perfect home. All the while, the inside is in shambles. Jesus would say, that's not fruit. That's, that's not the true vine. I'm going to kick it and drop it. I had to move it like it was going to be bad. We need to stay connected to the true vine because in doing so, in doing so, we will bear much fruit. Uh, the other hurdle that I, I often see, I, I think, in, in, uh, in talking with people is most of us have a tendency to find ourselves in a period within a time frame of, of what we could refer to as the growing years, not the fruitful years. And in those growing years, when we don't necessarily see the fruit, there's a struggle within us to, to know, knowing that, that we should be producing fruit, but not knowing the whys of why we're not yet producing fruit. Those are some of the reasons we tend to step out into these, these, these better options. Grass is greener selections. It's those moments in life where, where you've been praying for a friend and, 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 and in praying for him and praying for him and praying for him, all you see is, is in the flesh and the natural is quite, quite the opposite, like, like a furtherance away from God. And in those moments, you struggle. You're like, God, what, what, what's going on? This, this isn't the way this was supposed to work. Maybe I need to try something else. Maybe I need to stop what it is I was doing. For others here, it's, it's the, the acknowledgement that you, you see it in your own life. You get angered easily. You, you get offended easily or, or things. And, and this, this, this issue, this, this root, you, you sense it, you know it, and it angers you that it happens. You sense it and you know it and you're like, God, I've been praying that this would go away. I've been seeking for your help and yet still here I am. 
We're trying to stay connected, but we're not seeing, we're not sensing the fruit. And yet Jesus says, if you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. That right there is a 100% guarantee of fruit. Y'all are okay, wow. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna, <laughs> Here we go. If you remain in me and I in you, you will, not you may, not you might one day if you do all the right things, if you maintain this, you will bear not just fruit. How much? Much fruit. But we must remain in him and, and he in us. You have to stay connected to the vine, which, which is it's critical in order to bear much fruit. You have to stay connected to the vine. So, so the obvious first thing is staying connected produces fruit. The second is simply the inverse of the first. Being disconnected produces nothing. Remember in, in uh, Jesus says, apart from me, in John, John 15, 5, apart from me, you can do nothing. Now again, in these moments of dying, still feeling alive, still having moments of beauty where you, you put all the flowers in one big vase and now you can, you can proudly sit on top of that table in front of everybody, all while dying. You can even jump into other color water. Soak that up into your stems and, and produce other different colors. You can live while you're dying, but, but you're still dying. So Jesus says, apart from me, you can do nothing. But then look at this in, in verse 6. He goes on and he says this. If you do not remain in me, you are like a branch that is thrown away and then withers. Such branches are picked up, thrown into the fire, and burned. It's not a good day to be that branch. I, I said that this right here, not this one right here, because this guy, this guy's little, he's tiny. Like this doesn't cover a duck blind for anybody. Covers the duck blind, amazingly. Especially down in the south, it looks like this little tropical oasis. The ducks are like, yeah, right, right there. <laughs> you ever seen a bunch of dried up palm fronds on a duck blind go up in flames? <laughs> that sucker will burn quick. Dead. Dead to be tossed out and burned. When we're not connected, it, it produces nothing in our lives. And what can happen when we disconnect, when we begin, what, what happens, when we disconnect, there's a tendency in our lives, we, we begin to look at others, we begin to compare, and we, we start finding ourselves in, in a judgmental state. Every single one of us will say, nah, 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 nah. That's, we, I wouldn't ever do that. 
Uh, I, I'm going I'm to say the easiest one that, that most of us have already heard and learned and lived through. How many have ever heard an individual with no children say something so eloquently brilliant along the lines of, <laughs> when I have kids... Like, I don't even need to continue. You know where it's going. And we laugh. <laughs> Every parent here is like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> that one's easy. But then how many of us have, have said something to the effect of, man, when I grow up, I'm going to make sure that I, I raise my kids in church. Not like, not like old so-and-so. Have you seen that? I don't know how they don't even go to church. And then all of a sudden, one day we wake up and it's Sunday. And like many Sundays before, it's just easy not to get out of bed. And in those moments, you, you, you remember, you think back, what, what happened? Where did, how did I get here? We told ourselves it would never happen, but now, now here we are. And we wonder, how could I... How how could I have gotten to this? Or worse yet, worse yet, it's, it's those condescending eyes, the looks at other people that says, man, did, did you hear about what he was doing? Did you hear about what she was doing? I wonder if their spouse knows yet. God, unbelievable, I'd never... And then through a series of events, circumstances that you, that you don't even pay attention to, you don't give thought to, all of a sudden you, you wake up one morning and you're sitting there wondering how it is that it was you who fell and slipped into adultery. And now you're sitting there having to ask, God, what, what happened? What did I do? Where did it go wrong? How did I get here? How did, how did I all of a sudden get so far gone that, that I didn't recognize I've been in the ministry now um, for going on 27, 28 years. <laughs> yes, I'm old. Okay, stop it. Wow. Here's, here's the thing I've noticed. There's no one, not a single individual in this room that is not capable of anything when disconnected from the vine. Not me. <laughs> Will standing up here leading worship this morning for us all. And, and man, I, I wish every single one of y'all could have been here on Wednesday night. On Wednesday night, the, the band with Melissa, who was here on a Wednesday, thank y'all very much, introduced a new song. And Will sang this song. And oh my gosh. It was his story, in a sense. But even Will is not incapable if he's disconnected. The person to your left, the person to your right, the very individual that you think is, is up on a pedestal that God himself built for them. There is nobody that's incapable of the worst of sins when disconnected from the vine. 
How do you stay connected? Before I, I, I get into this last little bit here and, and wrap us up, there's a, uh, a caveat. Look, there's so many different ways that, that you can stay connected. It's in the worship song that, that Will sang to start us off. It's, it's in the picture. Uh, you, you walk out and fishing on a lake, you see the sunrise. It's, there's so many different forms and fashions that you can see God. It's sitting around with friends at a coffee table locally and, and discussing what God's doing in your life. There's so many ways to stay connected. But I think the issue, the problem, ultimately comes down to just a... <laughs> A lack of motivation to do so. Jesus says it this way. Do what I told you. <laughs> How's that for a Mother's Day message? <laughs> Jesus says this. He says, if you keep my commands, you'll remain in my love. If you keep my commands, you'll remain in my love. There's a... Uh, there, there's a, a, a well-known Christian um, author, uh, preacher, his name is Francis Chan, and uh, he, he said this, this illustration. He says, it's, it's like a parent who asks their kid to go clean their room. The kid leaves and comes back, and you ask, did you clean your room? And they answer, well, I, I memorized what it is you said about cleaning the room. Of course, the very next question we all ask is, but did you clean your room? Come on, help me out. But did you clean your room? But did you clean your room? Come on, everybody, just help me out this. Come on, hey, say it with me. I'm going to point you say it. This is going to be really hard. But did you clean your room? Oh, look at that. See, look, y'all don't get it. Like, at times, if I don't get response, I'm just going to sit on something forever thinking you don't got it. Whereas if somebody out there would just say, amen, I move on. The, the fun part was this morning thinking of that line and then thinking, I wonder who it is that's going to say amen. I wrote names down in my office. I'm just letting you know now. I got together with my friends, and uh, we, we went to the coffee shop, and, and we sat around, and we analyzed, we discussed, we really, like, looked into what it is that you meant when you said, go clean your room. What? I mean, I, I, I got it tattooed in Hebrew so that everybody would know that I'm supposed to clean my room. I want, that, I want everybody to know. All right, all right, all right, amen, amen, amen. <laughs> Many of us simply need to go clean our rooms. God's been telling you to do something for a long time. I, I, I would go so far as to say there's people in this room that you've heard God confirm it, not just through his word, but, but even through friends coming up to you and saying, man, I... I've always thought you'd really be good at such and such. I, have you ever thought about this, this, or that? God's been asking, but did you clean your room? 
And all the while, you've been giving them every you can't. Oh, but, but God, I, I don't know. But God, I, I'm, 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 I'm uncertain. And all the while, what it is, we're disconnecting ourselves from the vine. We're choosing not to receive the very nutrients that he's given us to do what it is he's asked us to do. God, I, I, don't, I don't know. And we disconnect ourselves and just kind of wander out here. Hay in the wind. Come on, there's like, hey, man, three people. God bless you. Like I have, all right, look, we do that all the time. All the time. But listen to this. Jesus says, if you keep my commands, you'll remain in my love. And then he, then he kicks it up a notch. So we've got to love like Jesus loves, right? My command is this, that you would love each other as I love you. Now, now that, he didn't say love each other because that would have just kind of, that would have left it a little bit ambiguous, you know? Kind of like love each other. Yeah, I, I mean, I love, I love them. I do. I mean, you know. But he doesn't do that. He says Love them as I have loved you. That changes the game a little bit. As I have loved you. Jesus, Jesus had a problem. He had an issue. <laughs> For years, he's been walking with, living with these same disciples. These same disciples over and over and over again have been wondering who's the greatest. That's the culture they live in. There's a rabbi that selects his disciples. Those disciples follow, and of those disciples that follow, the rabbi selects one to rise up and to be his predecessor. And so Jesus' disciples are looking for their opportunity, that, that shoveling, that I'm going to step one more rung in the ladder, who's going to be the greatest? And all the while, Jesus is saying, that's not what it's about. In fact, on the road, on the road to Jerusalem, on the road to the very Passover meal, they're arguing about who's going to be the greatest. And Jesus says, the greatest among you is the one who will serve. Here's the rabbi, the teacher, trying to teach his disciples, leaving them with final statements saying, the one among you who serves will be the greatest. They get to dinner. They're on their way to dinner. He says that they get to dinner. And what happens? Not a single one of them serves. So what does Jesus do? Puts a towel around his waist, walks around and washes the feet of every single disciple. Every one of them. Shows them what serving looks like. In showing them what serving looks like, then sits back down. He says this over dinner, I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit, but apart from me, you can do nothing. He says, you want to remain in my love? Then, then keep my commands. And then, and then he says, love each other as I have loved you. I'm going to have the, uh, the band go ahead and come on up, and, and we're going to play on that last song that they were singing, but I, I want you all to hear something through this. <laughs> Jesus looks at him and says, love each other as I have loved you. And then the very next scripture, the very next line, he says, this is what love is. Greater love has no man than this, that he would lay down his life for a friend. Man, 
that kind of raises the bar. <laughs> I mean, like, like I can love people, but I don't know about this whole laying down my life for them thing. I mean, like, I, I, can, I can love people as long as, they don't, as long as they don't do me wrong. I can love people as long as, as long as we keep this mutual, as long as we keep it together, as long as you're supporting me and I'm supporting you, of course, too. But, but hey, uh, greater love has no man than this, and he would lay down his life for his friends. Love each other as I have loved you. Here's the reason. Here's the reason that Jesus said this line. Jesus didn't give us some long list of what you've got to do. He simply said, do this. Love each other as I have loved you. Why that? Very simply, very simply because you can't. You can't. Apart from the vine, literally, guys, you can do nothing. It's not in our nature. I mean, come on, be real. I know my nature. <laughs> I, I know the thoughts that I had driving back from Austin on numerous occasions to numerous people that were driving. I do not have it in me to love others. It's not in me. Uh, I, I, I'm... I, I find I, this morning as I was just kind of thinking about this whole thing, I was reminded of a verse, and, and I think this is pertinent, so I'm going to kind of cut what I'm doing there and jump over to this real quick as I close. Um, I think a lot of times we find ourselves just like this, maybe in our own oasis, maybe, maybe, maybe just floundering out on our own, but, but we find ourselves like this, and, and the thought is, once you're like this, all you're good for is, is to be tossed away and burned. But there's a, there's a passage that God, God is, is speaking to his people in, uh, in Joel. I think. Um, and, and talking, he, he says this, I will restore the years that the locusts or, or some versions say the canker worm. What it, what it means is I will restore the years that the enemy has taken from you. Remember, it's the enemy that looks to steal, to kill, and to destroy. So, so no matter how good that water always looks, know that the intent is to steal, to kill, and to destroy. And in our minds, we think once we're separated, then, then, then we're separated. But, but that scripture in Joel tells me so much more. That if I even having been disconnected, will choose to remain, to plug back in, to, to reconnect to the vine. Scripture tells me he will restore the years that the enemy has tried to steal from me. Look, I, I don't know who this is for, but some of you, some of you need to take that marriage that's just been struggling for years, that's it just been floundering while, while maybe producing looks that, that, that were great. 
Some of y'all need to take that marriage and say, man, I, I, we need to reconnect. How do, we, how do we plug back in? It's getting involved on a Sunday morning. It's, it's being involved with people. It, not just getting involved on a Sunday morning. It's, it's getting involved. It's finding the people around you that want to build you up, that want to edify you. It's, it's reaching out to us. Look, that, that's what we do throughout the week. We're constantly trying to help people. I don't have all the answers. <laughs> I stand up here in my grand view, and I know you think I do. I, I don't. I don't. I don't have the answers. But man, the blessing of being up here is that I've been introduced to a lot of people that have answers in different areas that that I don't. That's the beauty of the body of Christ. But those people that have expertise in whatever area it is that you're dealing with, they're never going to know if you don't reach out and say something. Somebody here today, uh, man, I, I don't. I don't know why I keep going back to marriage, but I encourage you, man. Reach out. Reach out before it dies out. It's never too late. I, I've, I've, seen, I've seen hell on a marriage, and I've seen it restored. I, I'm going to go even further as to say there's some here that it may have been through the divorce already, and I want to tell you this. You don't know the fruit that God wants for your life as well. Divorce doesn't define you. It doesn't end you. There's still a reconnect, and what God can do through your life is something you can't even begin to imagine. You will still bear much fruit, but it remains in him. That's what it is. Will, if you will, as we close, guys, stand up. Let's, let's sing that first verse again. nights, it's the sleepless nights, it's the moments that you say why, I coulda, what shoulda, there's a lot of this, but look, don't, don't ever think it's over, don't ever think it's over, the precious blood of my Jesus Christ, it offers a forgiveness of sins and what it does is it restores the very years that the enemy meant to steal to kill to destroy it it takes me and and in that very first verse where it said jesus says i am the true vine the very next line says and my father is the gardener and this gardener this gardener knows how to graft unlike you've ever seen 
You're never, you're never, you're never too far gone. If you're here this morning and you've ever felt too far gone without a relationship, or maybe, maybe you're here, maybe, maybe you're on the edge of wanting to jump and wanting to find other water. Maybe you, you're connected, you're just not seeing fruit. Guys, if that's you this morning, man, there's nothing more I would love to do than pray for you right now. With every head bowed, every eye closed, again, if you find yourself in any one of those situations, if you will, just please real quickly raise your hand. I, I just like to know who it is I'm praying with. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's awesome. For those that are tuning in online, so the same, just type something in the chat so later on I can come back and read it. We as well have a pastor now that's with you that's looking at those lines. Awesome. Over here too. Over here. Awesome. Thank you, God. Heavenly Father, we come before you as a church. As a group of people, Lord God, not, not a denomination, not even a, a, a four walls, Lord Jesus, but rather a body, a body of believers, Lord God, that, that cries out this morning for more of you. In our city, Lord God, in our town, within our community, and within our own lives, God, we, we need more. We're thirsty, we're hungry, God. And yet, Father, we choose to remain, we choose to abide, we choose to stay connected, Lord God, to, to come together as your word says, Lord, to see the fruit that you are going to produce. Lord God, I, I pray that even now you would strengthen, give peace to those that are either already disconnected or have thought about disconnecting. Lord God, that you would reach them where they're at, Lord, and that they would know that your presence restores years, God. It brings about fruit that was otherwise impossible. When death was the only option, Lord God, life is now abundant. And so, Father, I pray that today that they would look to you as the author, perfecter, the finisher of all of their faith, Lord God, and that they would choose to remain to trust in you, Lord God, despite what they even they may see in the natural. Lord God, but pressing in, leaning in, Lord God, drawing from the vine, even in the moments of growing, the moments that we don't see the fruit. Father, I pray that those here that feel completely disconnected would know that by simply saying, Lord God, forgive me. That at that very moment, that acknowledgement of Christ as Lord, your word says, Lord, that you wipe their sins clean. Wash away, give them forgiveness. Give them, Lord Jesus, the mark that Jesus hit, the goal that we couldn't. The mark that we could never attain, some long list of whatever's was never gonna happen. But then all we had to do was plug in, connect. And in those moments, Lord God, your scripture says we will, 100% guaranteed, we will, we will, we will bear much fruit. So, Father, we thank you this morning that you are the vine. And I pray. For opportunities daily for each and every one of us to choose to remain and abide to connect into the vine it's in the name of your son that we pray amen 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 again blessings happy mother's day to all of you out there y'all have a wonderful wonderful sunday afternoon god bless you guys